0: You're listening to a message from Highway Church entitled Fragrance by Jesus. Enjoy. We've got a word for you that's going to strengthen you now as you're sitting at home, and we're excited about that. And the name of this word that I believe the Lord put in my heart for you is called Fragrance by Jesus fragrance by Jesus what's your favorite perfume or cologne <laughs> I was reminded of a time I think it was before our wedding in uh, I was my first trip in Paris, in Paris France and I was downtown in Paris this was back in 1994 and I was thinking about Jennifer because we were gonna be married In December of that year and I wanted to get her something really special from the town of Paris and as I was walking around looking at different shops downtown this fragrance store caught my eye and it was a very nice I like the look of the store the clientele everything looked like this is a nice shop so I went inside and I what little French I knew I asked them I said what I'm getting married in December, and I want to give my fiance something really special. And what would you recommend? What fragrance would you recommend? And the eyes of the the uh, girl behind the counter lit up, and she knew right away. And went to the shelf. There was a new fragrance out, and uh, it was called it was Issy Miyake's fragrance. And this was back in the early '90s. It was new, and it was all the rage. And uh, so I gave them some francs and I got some isimiyaki for my wife-to-be and gave it to her later that year when I saw her. And uh, the funny thing about it is I didn't remember what the name of it was. Now, he's a Japanese fashion designer. He actually lived in Paris in the 60s. Um, But I didn't uh, remember the name of the fragrance. So we got back to the States, you know, uh, back in late 95 early 96 and uh, she ran began to run out of her favorite fragrance and uh, so I said I'm gonna get her some more so I went to Macy's at the time and I walked up to the you know fragrance counter and I'm looking through and I don't I didn't see it there and I know they have some good fragrances and this was one of the most popular or the one of the uh, high-end fragrances but I couldn't remember the name of it. (laughs) So the woman working behind the fragrance counter came up to me and says, can I help you? And I said, yes, um, do you have Kiko Man? You know what Kiko Man is, right? It's a soy sauce. It's a a product of, uh, you know, food products, kitchen products. And that's just the first thing that came to mind. I said, do you have Kiko Man? And she kind of tilted her head to the side, and then she looked up in space and said, um, I don't think we have that. <laughs> I said, oh, okay, thank you. And uh, so that was funny. So I didn't find any Kiko Man in Macy's, but they did have the Imiyaki, interestingly enough. I just had to remember the name. <laughs> so, so I brought some Worcestershire sauce, some soy sauce, actually, home to Jennifer, and she liked that just as well. So... We've been doing that ever since, so I get her uh, soy sauce instead of perfume, so. (laughs) Hallelujah. Fragrance by Jesus. We like sweet-smelling things, don't we? Yes. And we don't like things that don't smell sweet, right? Well, just as natural things release a fragrance and aroma... In the air, so do spiritual things. Let's think of some natural aromas, some natural fragrances that are pleasing to us. Go ahead, post a few. What what are some things you like to smell? Some things that are pleasing to your sense of smell. How about new car smell? I think that's one of the tops on people's lists. Something about that new car smell. They've even come out with, uh, you know, those little fragrance things you stick in your car. What do you call them? That, and one of the aromas is new car smell, right? Yeah, new things. I got a, I got a custom case for my guitar some time ago that was made especially for it. When it came, I loved opening that case. It just smelled like ooh, new. The smell of new things is pleasing, isn't it? Yep. Peonies, yes. yes, beautiful. Fresh cut grass. Fresh cut grass. Love that springtime. Honey sacco. Honey Nice. Garlic. garlic. Hey, pasado. Come on. Oh, shrimp scampi. Shrimp scampi. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with you. So Jennifer uses soy so- soy sauce and I use garlic for our for my cologne. So, what a team we are, huh? <laughs> A little garlic under each ear, and we're ready to go. Yeah, those are all good things, aren't they? I personally don't think any home should be without garlic and olive oil. That's just me. Those are pleasing to me. And everybody said, amen. All right. What about some some aromas that are not pleasing to us? Yeah, be nice. Yeah, maybe you don't want to post those, huh? I don't know. Something that came to my mind was wet dog. I mean, we loved our dog. But when she was wet, came in the house, it's like suddenly grab a towel and dry that dog she stinks, right? Wet dog smell, nasty. Now, something happened. Oh, I guess it was a couple of weeks ago. Jennifer went to a fresh fish market. And she got some wonderful fresh fish right out of the Atlantic uh, and, and brought it home. And somewhere in the, the transfer of the fresh fish from the van to the freezer in our garage, one of the paper bags that it was in dropped. And we didn't know it. And it was sitting on the floor of our garage. And so, yeah, for several days. And maybe a day or two later, I was walking in the garage and I... I, I oh, yeah. caught a whiff of something. But the door was up and I thought, you know, there was an animal or something outside and we've got all kinds of animals around us. And Then it was maybe a day or two later and I came through the garage and I, I about gagged. I went, whoa, what is that? And you know, I couldn't see anything. But I could smell it. And the only way I could find it was by its aroma. My nose le- literally led me right to it. I, did, I could have closed my eyes. I was, I was facing this way. It was over here. I didn't know where it was. But I, I, I knew I couldn't, I looked around. I couldn't see anything. So I used my nose and my whole body went, <laughs> there it was. A bag of raw fish had been sitting in the heat of our garage for days and it was nasty. Yeah. Yeah. So I ran out of the garage screaming, saying, help me, help me. Somebody save me. No, I bagged that thing up in a plastic bag, put it outside, but that's a not so pleasing thing. Well, what about spiritual aromas? It's just like natural aromas, there are spiritual aromas. Did you know that? Sure, we know from the scriptures in Hebrews chapter 11 that everything in the natural realm comes from the spiritual realm, right? Hebrews tells us that, chapter 11. What are some pleasing spiritual aromas? Anything, well, garlic, yeah, that's still one of them. Yeah, (laughs) garlic spiritual, right? What are some pleasing spiritual aromas? Anything, godly anything that is that is in agreement with the person and nature of God is, is beautiful to smell is sweet and fragrant and pleasing so God's love is the best fragrance you could ever enjoy right divine love not human love human love is stinky actually Divine love is beautiful, right? God's love is a beautiful fragrance in the spirit realm. Joy, the joy of the Lord is a beautiful fragrance. The peace that Christ purchased for you is a beautiful fragrance. What does that word peace mean? Remember Highway? It means untroubled, undisturbed well-being. Wholeness is a sweet fragrance in the spirit realm. Wholeness, prosperity is another definition for peace. Prosperity is a sweet fragrance in the realm of the spirit. Do you know faith, confidence in the goodness of God is a beautiful fragrance in the spirit realm? Well, do they have any rotten fish in the spirit realm? Any fragrances that are not pleasing, oh yeah. Anything that is contrary to the person and nature of God spiritually is stinky. Like selfishness. You want to get that out of your garage right away, right? Deceit, oof. That's, that's, a, that's a foul one, right? Yeah, deceit, lies, depression, bad smell. Contrary to peace. Depression is contrary to peace, isn't it? It's contrary to joy, right? Anything contrary to divine love is stinky, right? Anything contrary to joy. Discouragement, depression. Being troubled, instead of being untroubled, being troubled is stinking. Sickness and disease, smell. They're foul stenches in the spirit realm. Stink, poverty, stinks. It's interesting that our sense of smell enables us to identify things very specifically that we can't see. My sense of smell identified that nasty fish and none of my other senses knew what was happening. I'm thankful for that sense of smell they've given us, that God's given us, right? Faith is like that. Remember we talked about faith couple weeks ago. And let me give you a very simple definition. Faith is confidence in the goodness of God. Confidence in the goodness of God enables us to identify things in our life that our senses can't detect. Confidence in the goodness of God enables us to see things in our life, our garage, that don't belong. Right away, as soon as I decide to put my confidence in who Jesus is and what he's done for me and who I am in him, I begin to identify things in my thought life and in my life that no longer belong. So anything in the spirit realm anything in life for that matter, that is in agreement with the nature of God is a sweet aroma. It's a sweet fragrance. You've heard of aroma therapy, right? Do you know the effect that sweet aroma has on your person is amazing? You can be in a, you know, in a home that may not be that nice of a home, But if it smells good in the home, it makes you want to stay there. And the converse is that true. You may be in a very nice home, but it smells bad in that home. And you don't want to stay. Anything that is in agreement with the nature of God is a sweet aroma. Anything contrary to the nature of God smells bad. Gag me with a spoon, bad. Yeah. (laughs) Let me say this to you. The true knowledge of God releases the fragrance of God. The true knowledge of God in the heart of man releases the fragrance of God In the life of man. You want to smell good? Get a hold of the true knowledge of God. When you grab a hold of the true knowledge, not false knowledge, not man's religious tradition, but the real Jesus, the goodness of God, as demonstrated in the ministry of Jesus, When you grab a hold of that reality, that's the true knowledge of God, and you put that in your heart, meditate uh, upon it in your mind, the very fragrance of God himself will begin to be released in your life. You will become the fragrance of Jesus. Isn't that awesome? See, something happened When Jesus began his ministry, after he was baptized by John and and the Holy Spirit came upon him and he defeated the devil for 40 days in the desert and he began his ministry, he brought the true knowledge of God into the earth. He brought the fragrance of God into the earth. And it was important because the earth smelled bad. There were religious leaders teaching people things about God that weren't true. They were laying weights on people. They were causing uh, people to to go through life heavy and condemned and and feeling alienated from God because they couldn't measure up to the standards of man's religion. And it stunk. So Jesus came and he brought the true knowledge of God into the earth. He revealed that God loves all mankind. And that he loves man so much that he gave his one and only son. And that whoever believes in Jesus Christ, whoever puts his confidence in the goodness of God himself, will be saved. Will be made whole. Will be transformed. Will be changed. Will begin living an abundant life. It's a sweet fragrance it's a fragrance by Jesus some loved this fragrance that Jesus brought it to the earth some loved it who are the ones that loved that fragrance the people who really wanted God the people who 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 wanted to know how much God loved them the people who wanted to know what God really had to say what God was really like the people who wanted to be set free the people who wanted to be healed came to Jesus and they loved the fragrance that he released. But some were offended by the fragrance of Jesus. Who were those people? The ones who wanted to argue with God. The ones who thought they knew better than God. The ones who who took pride in their religious systems. And didn't want anything to deprive them of the religious systems that they and their fathers and forefathers had developed over centuries. (laughs) Jesus stunk to them. And that's what happens when our attitude is contrary to God. The sweet aroma of God becomes stinky to us. Because we know it means we have to change. Isn't that something? That's why they wanted to kill Jesus. He was a threat to their religious tradition. How we doing, in The good news of Jesus is a threat to religious tradition. And listen, I, I, I know we've, we've had a lot more time uh, to go online during this time. But listen, you're going to find a lot of stinky fish online, a lot of things that smell really bad, people criticizing amazing ministers. I mean, some of the most amazing men and women ministers of the gospel that I've ever heard, I've seen them just criticized and slandered and, and uh, ridiculed and Uh, Bible experts will will tear them apart, saying they're blasphemers and wrong doctrine and don't listen to this heresy. And I think, oh my goodness, this stinks. (laughs) I don't want, I'm not going to smell this. So you have to be aware, nothing wrong with being online per se, but you still got to use your sense of smell. Just because it's on your screen doesn't mean it smells good or it's, or it's right. I, you know, Pharisees didn't cease to exist after the Bible was written. There are still religious experts today who claim uh, they know better. And when, when, when people like, uh, that, 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 you know, that we, that we listen to Joseph Prince Ministries, Kenneth V. E. Hagen, Kenneth Copeland, Creflo Dollar, I can go on, the list goes on. When, when people like that begin revealing the fragrance of Jesus, you know, there are some religious people that are going to get offended. I didn't even plan on saying any of this, but I guess we're doing it, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Are you going to let someone's uh, reaction to the good news of Jesus chase you away? I'm not. I don't care. The only reason I'm bringing it up is for your benefit. I made up my mind a long time ago. There's a lot of garbage being said about the good news of Jesus. Do you realize many Christians have sat in church their whole lives and not heard the gospel? They heard a little wee bit of it. Literally, as much as the tradition would allow. And that was it. And when they actually hear the real gospel, it can be offensive because it's so good. Have you ever smelled something, a smell that was new to you that was, oh, what is that? It, it, it's almost, it, it's surprising. It can be offensive. was like, I've never smelled that before. What is that? That's the good news. It draws you, but it can be offensive because it's so good. It's so different than what we were used to hearing. (laughs) Let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter two. Fragrance by Jesus. And go to verse 14. I'm going to read this from a few different translations. This is so good. Second Corinthians chapter two, verse 14. Now thanks, that smells good, doesn't it? Thanks is, is a sweet aroma in the spirit realm. Thanks to God, gratefulness, gratitude. That's why it's the last thing sometimes your flesh feels like doing because it's contrary to the fallen nature. It's contrary to the flesh. You have to teach your flesh to be thankful and then it'll like it. (laughs) Now thanks be to God who every other time leads us in triumph in Christ. Right, fifty percent of the time. That's not. Hey, that's pretty good. One out of two. No. But that's not the good news. That's right. Right? Have you ever heard that? Well, sometimes God does, and sometimes He doesn't. That stinks. Hello. Plug your nose when you hear that stuff. Turn the other way. No, He always heals. He always answers. He always delivers. Is that offensive? It shouldn't be. That's the scripture. That's the good news. Who three out of four wouldn't be bad, would it? Who three out of four times leads us to triumph. Four out of five wouldn't be bad. You know, 10 out of 11 would be really good but it's not good enough. It still stinks. <laughs> always. My God's a perfect 10. Who always leads us in what? We're just reading the Bible. Is the Bible offensive? If you don't know how good God is, it can't be. Who always leads us in triumph, victory, winning in Christ. That's a sweet aroma. Amen. That'll heal your body if you accept it. And through us, who's us? Those who believe this, right? those who believe in this 10 God, 10 of 10. And through us diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge, not the knowledge of religious experts, his knowledge, the true knowledge of God in every place. For we are, verse 15, For we are to God the fragrance of Christ. (laughs) Among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. Wow. You didn't know you smelled so good, did you? Let's read that in the Amplified, verse 14. But thanks be to God, who in Christ always leads us in triumph as trophies of Christ's victory. Do you remember what I said earlier? Victory was installed in you when you put your faith in Jesus Christ. You became a permanent victory the moment you accepted Jesus. Victory is your nature now. It is. You can't lose. Keep your focus on him. Keep your mind on who he is and what he's done and who you are in him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, the world, those in the world that want to oppress people and control people, this is stinky to them. Because when you are confident in the goodness of God, you can't be controlled. You can't be made afraid by public policy. And, And those who want to control don't like that. We see it over and over again in history. Right where where there are uh, government officials and government agendas that try and control their citizens. And they don't like citizens who don't get afraid, who are confident under all circumstances, who know they don't have to uh, get the latest, greatest thing to be well that they don't have to buy into a system of man to be well, that they were made well through the blood of Jesus. Amen, yeah. You become a strong people yes. when you know who you are, and you know how good God is. Yes. You're strong. Yes. You can't be manipulated if you keep your confidence in God. You can't be made afraid if you keep your confidence in God. You can't go backwards if you keep your confidence in God. You can't be without if you keep your confidence in God. You shall not lack if you keep your confidence in God. For those who seek the Lord will lack no good thing. Verse 15. Everywhere we go, People breathe in the exquisite fragrance. (laughs) Everywhere we go, people breathe in the exquisite fragrance because of Christ. We give off a sweet scent rising to God, which is recognized by those on the way of salvation, an aroma redolent with life. You know what I did? I jumped down to the uh, message translation, but that's a good one. We're going to read that in a moment. Let me get back up to the uh, amplified translation, verse 15. For we are the sweet fragrance of Christ which exhales unto God. Okay. Woo! You ever, you ever uh, uh, been over a, a, a bed of flowers and you... That's what God does over you. That's my child. That's my son. That's my daughter. Which exhales unto God. discernible alike among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. Among those who are rejecting God. Among those who who don't, don't want to submit to God. Now let's go to the message translation. Message translation, verse 14. In the Messiah... In Christ, God leads us from place to place in one perpetual victory parade. Don't you love your Father, your heavenly Father? Through us, he brings knowledge of Christ. Now you know why you're in the earth, right? To be the fragrance of Christ in your atmosphere, in your environment. Woo! Because of Christ, we give off a sweet scent rising to God, which is recognized by those on the way of salvation, an aroma redolent with life. I like that. An aroma, you're an aroma redolent with life. Let me go to the New Living Translation. Uh, second half of part, verse 14. Now, that's today. Now he uses us to spread the knowledge of Christ everywhere. That's why we're here. You understand that earth is not our home, right? So why would you cling to it? Why would you cling to the things in this world? Because you don't realize it's not your home. I don't want to cling to something that's fading away. Right? No, I I want to hold on to the things that are permanent. I want to build my life on permanent things. If I build it on temporary things, I'm not going to have a life anymore. Right? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How did I get to earth? That was good. I'm trying to remember how I got there. What was we just read? Recognized by those in the way of salvation? Roman was that? Free, free and rising, of the freaking I don't remember how I got to that, but it was good. Yeah, don't cling to this earth. Oh, why you're here. That's right. Why you're on this earth? If you don't know why you're here, you're gonna start clinging to things that are temporary. Yeah. Yeah. Right? You've got to know why you're here. Why am I here? Why are you here? We're diffusers of Christ. We're to spread the fragrance, the knowledge of God everywhere we go. It's good to know why you're here. It will change how you live. It will change what you value. It will change what you spend your money on and how you spend your money. Right? When you know why you're here. I'm here so that the knowledge of Christ can, can be spread through me. That's for all of us, every believer. Yeah. Yeah. Our lives are a Christ-like fragrance. see, Miyaki, eat your heart out. That's right. Our lives are a Christ-like fragrance rising up to God. But this fragrance is perceived differently by those who are being saved and by those who are perishing. It all depends on what you value. When you value God, you can't get enough of Him. When you realize how good He is, you're inhaling Him all day long. But to those who are being saved, we are a life-giving perfume. (laughs) We are diffusers in the earth, diffusers of the presence, the goodness, the true knowledge of God himself. Hello, highway. Now you know why you're here, right? Meditate on that. Let the reality of your true purpose on earth transform you. Shift your priorities. Maybe change your line of work. God wants to manifest his presence to you, in you, and through you. God wants to release his fragrance in the atmosphere through you, everywhere you go. I like those diffusers. We have them in our home. And uh, there's one that we put in our mudroom. And it's a type that you plug into the wall. So, you know, you take the stuff out of the package and you put it in the little cup and then, and it smells nice, but it's, it's not, we're not getting the full benefit of it because it's not connected to the power yet, right? So once you plug that diffuser into the outlet of the wall, all the power that was generated at the power plant flows from the wires into the prongs of that diffuser and ignites that scent. And all of a sudden, the whole house fills up with this beautiful aroma. So what was only affecting a very small area begins to permeate the entire atmosphere when it's connected to the power. You remember we talked about faith. We said faith is confidence in the goodness of God. When you put your confidence in the goodness of God, it connects you to the power of God. You see, the true knowledge of God, the knowledge of how good he is, is what you need to ignite the sweet aroma of Christ inside of you. And to cause it to permeate and spread through the atmosphere that you're in. The goodness of God, confidence in the goodness of God connects us with the power of God and causes the fragrance of God to diffuse into the atmosphere around us everywhere we go. Plug in. Don't you listen to those who criticize the the good news, the gospel. You plug your nose and you get some good news. If you want to put a mask on, put a mask on for that. Religious tradition. Yeah, I'll put a mask on for that and get out of there and take my mask off and get me some fresh hot Jesus. Hallelujah. Wow. So fragrances are interesting. Fragrances can attract and fragrances can repel. Right? Right? Praise, confidence in the goodness of God, attracts and repels. So as we praise the Lord, we were praising the Lord when we started this live stream at 10 a.m., right? Do you know that that attracts certain spiritual beings and it repels others? You see, the Bible teaches us that the spirit realm is where it's at. Jesus said, the words I speak to you are spirit and are life. Jesus said, it's the spirit that gives life. The flesh profits nothing. So if you want to become strong, you got to get into the realm of the spirit. You got to begin walking in the realities of the spirit realm. In The the Bible teaches us in the spirit realm that there are angels that were beings created by God to serve God. And these angels are waiting to act upon the voice of God's word. And when they hear the voice of God's word in the earth, they come running. Jennifer had no idea what I was going to be talking about today. None whatsoever. We were doing a sound check this morning. God is so good. And we are worshiping God. I don't know what song it was. But after we were done, she says, did you see that? She says, you turned your head the same direction I turned mine at the same time. And I didn't know what she was talking about. She says, did that, something white just ran back that way. She saw an angel. They love praise. Because praise is truth. Praise is the true knowledge of God. He's always worthy of it. Let's look at some scriptures about angels and and the sweet fragrance of Christ and what what causes them to move. Your, Your praise inspires angels to move. Hebrews chapter 1, fragrance by Jesus, verse 13. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 13. But to which of the angels has God ever said, sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool? He's he's talking about the difference between God's son and the angels, okay? And he tells us the, the, the Holy Spirit through the writer of Hebrews tells us what angels are. Incidentally, it's funny, you know, watching TV shows, they'll talk about someone who has... Died and they'll say, you know, they become an angel. Mm-hmm. Nope. Stupido. <laughs> People never become angels. They got that from some something, not from the scriptures. Angels are a unique class of being. We're higher than angels. Okay. Uh, Psalm eight. If you read it correctly in the Hebrew, it says we were made a little lower than God. Mm-hmm. That we're going to judge angels. Man doesn't become an angel when he dies. We don't, we don't get our wings, okay? I don't have wings. I'm never going to have wings. Aren't you glad? I'd have to get a whole new wardrobe because none of my shirts would fit, right? We're going to fly, but we're not going to need wings. That's good. So know that. What are angels? Well, this the Bible tells us. You don't have to guess and make up your fantasies about angels. Let's let, let's let God teach us about the realities of the spirit realm instead of why, you know, fairy tales and wives' tales and, and speculations of men. Are they not all ministering spirits? So this minister serving, right? Spirits, serving spirits, ministering spirits sent forth to minister, to serve for those who will inherit salvation. Who are those who will inherit salvation? Raise your hand, it's you. All those who believe in Jesus Christ. So, what are angels? Beings that were created to serve you. Do you know that? Are you conscious there are spiritual beings in the atmosphere around you waiting for you to open your mouth and praise Him so that they can go to work and serve you and bring about the will of God in your life? Do you know that? It's good to know who's around you. There are beings around you, angels that God has assigned to help you, but they're waiting for you to open your mouth and say what God says about you. To say what God says about your circumstance, because they respond to the voice of His Word. And that voice needs to come out of your mouth so they can get to work for your benefit. Psalm 103, verse 20, says this, Bless the Lord, you His angels. He's not talking to man. Men aren't angels, right? Bless the Lord, you His angels, you ministering spirits in the atmosphere who are waiting to minister to God's children. Bless the Lord, you His angels, mighty in strength, who perform His word. This is what angels do. And you know, a lot of Christians don't even believe there are angels. They think that's like a a fairy tale or something. They they have no knowledge of the spirit realm. They think that's for some day off in the future. It's for now. The spirit realm is actively moving. Things are happening in the spirit realm more than in the natural These angels, bless the Lord you as angels, mighty in strength. They're powerful. You who perform his word, obeying the voice of his word. This is what angels do. When you open your mouth and speak the word of God, it inspires them to move. It gives them substance to work with so they can bring about God's plan for your life. Amen, amen. Oh, come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. Well, there are also some beings that are repelled by you speaking the word it's also a repellent I like repellents like you know we we like those citronella torches to keep away mosquitoes I've never met a mosquito that I like hate them all I see one I kill it don't like them they don't belong in my life not a part of God's plan just so you know that came after the fall Curse of sin, sure did. Sure did. So what other kind of beings are there in this spirit realm? So we like these citronella torches because they repel bloodsuckers. There are some bloodsuckers in the spirit realm. They're fallen angels. They were once supposed to serve us, but they rebelled against God and now they want to destroy us. They're called demons, not a child's story, not a fairy tale. These beings are also in the atmosphere around us. You better know who's in your atmosphere. And the voice of God's word repels them. The praise of God repels them. It's the fragrance by Jesus that is your safeguard against the blood-sucking devils that are trying to destroy you. Let's look at some scriptures on that. Your praise repels the devil. Your praise stops your enemies. It foils their plans. Jennifer talked about that on Mother's Day. Last week. Awesome message. Need to listen to it. Thank you, Jennifer, for ministering that word. Last week. Let's look at this. Matthew chapter 21. Starting in verse 14, praise repels. It's a repellent for your enemies. And look, what, look, what, look how good God is. The fragrance of Jesus, the blind and the lame came to him in the temple and he healed them. There's my God who's a 10. That's what he does. He healed them. Oh, the devils hate that. Because they were the ones who struck those people. Those are the ones who, 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 who blinded and made those people, put those people in the condition they were in. But when the chief priests, the religious experts, and the lawyers, the scribes, the, the doctors of the law saw the wonderful things that he had done, and the children who were shouting in the temple, Hosanna to the Son of David, they became mad. How is it that children who were uneducated saw God in the flesh and those who were educated got mad at God? Because of the attitude of their heart. You have to become like a child to experience God. Forget all of the teachings of man and all of the knowledge of man and let it all go and say, Jesus You're my everything. From this moment on, you're the way. You're the truth. You're the life that I will walk in. And I will not back away from what you said, no matter what man says. Kids don't have a problem with that. See, you've got to be trained in fear. You know, that's a lot of what these fallen devils try and do is to teach you the fear of man. To make you afraid of other people and what people think of you. So that they can try and silence you and you try and just fit in to what society says is acceptable. But that's not our God. We're not about fitting in, we're about diffusing and changing and breaking bondages and and setting free and healing and making new. So they these religious experts get mad. Jesus stinks to them. Verse 16, and they say to him, Do you hear what these children are saying? In other words, shut these kids up. We, it stinks to us, right? Get this fish out of our garage. And Jesus said to them, yes, have you never read out of the mouth of infants and nursing babes, you have prepared praise for yourself? It shouldn't be that children are the only ones that know how to praise him. Psalm 8 verse 1 and 2 Says, well, let's just read verse 2 for time's sake. It says, From the mouth of infants and nursing babes, you have established strength. This is what Jesus was quoting. You have established strength because of your adversaries to make the enemy and the revengeful cease. Yes. Praise and strength are synonymous, they go together. Hallelujah. To make the enemy and their vengeful cease, the New Living Translation says, you have taught children and infants to tell of your strength. Silencing your enemies. Silencing your enemies. Telling of God's strength silences your enemies. Hallelujah! When you declare who God is, what He's done for you, and who you are in Him, it silences your enemies. It foils the devil's plans in your life. He can no longer control you. The Passion Translation says this. This kind of praise has the power to shut Satan's mouth. <laughs> That's a sweet aroma to me. Childlike worship will silence the madness of those who oppose you. <laughs> Psalm 22.3 says that God inhabits the praises of. Of his people. Hallelujah. Passion translation says you are God enthroned. You are God enthroned, surrounded with songs, living among the shouts of praise of your princely people. God is living among the shouts of praise. Do you get offended when people shout and praise and worship? I hope not. God loves it. <laughs> you ever been in a church like that? Oh, what are they shouting about? Right? You're not supposed to shout. Or, or, you, or you, you feel intimidated to shout. But I can't help it. Jesus! He set me free, man. He healed my body. He gave me a new mind and a new spirit. How can I keep quiet? Hallelujah. If it stinks to you, I'm sorry. But I'm going to be stinky then. <laughs> Hallelujah! Let's finish this up. So praise, confidence in the goodness of God is a fragrance that attracts. It's attractive to God. It inspires his angels to move and it repels the devil. On the same token, unbelief, false knowledge of God, complaining, gossiping, negative things attracts devils. I'm amazed when I go to, you know, we got our our garbage and our recyclables outside of our home and in the summertime, you know, that thing, the sun hits that garbage can and I'll put some garbage in there on a, you know, a Monday and go back on a Thursday and it's been sitting in the sun, open that lid. And you know what's in there? Rotten garbage. But you know what else is on that garbage sometimes? Maggots. There are things that are attracted to stink. Flies. Do you know what Satan's name is in the scriptures? Beelzebub. Do you know what that means? Lord of the flies. Satan is attracted to stinky, nasty stuff like complaining. Like woe is me. Like fear. Like uh, negative uh, views of yourself. Depression. that's That's where the maggots come. To try and nibble on you and, and bring you down. James 3.16 says this. Are you ready? James 3.16. For where envy and self-seeking, where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing are there. Maggots. Right? So this is why the true knowledge of God, the confidence in the goodness of God, it enabled us to get rid of the maggots in our life, right? The things that shouldn't be there. So I realized that I can't complain anymore. I could, but I'm not going to complain anymore. Instead, I'm going to praise him. No matter how I feel or how bad it looks in the world around me, I'm going to praise him because I don't want any maggots attaching themselves to me. Hallelujah, here it is, final scripture, hallelujah, glory, Jesus, had to chase a few maggots away, this is it, so we repel maggots, right, We repel devils. We praise Jesus. We're confident in the goodness of God. This is who we are. I'm going to read 2 Corinthians 2, 14 again. This time the Passion Translation. God always makes his grace visible in Christ. Who includes us as partners of his endless triumph. Through our yielded lives. What's a yielded life? I praise him instead of complaining. I declare that I'm a new creation in Christ instead of a failure. I believe that I'm healed instead of sick. I believe that I'm righteous instead of a sinner. I believe I'm a new creation instead of of an old uh, lump of clay. Through our yielded lives he spreads the fragrance of the knowledge of God everywhere we go. We have become, we have become the unmistakable aroma of the victory of the anointed one of God. <laughs> Believers smell the life-giving aroma that leads to abundant life. Hallelujah. Fragrance by Jesus. Let's pray. God, you're so good. Lord, we rejoice in you. Lord, we love the fragrance of your son. We love the fragrance of the new life that only he can bring. And we breathe in the fragrance of Jesus Christ this morning. Thank you for new life in you. Thank you for new life in you. Thank you for health in our bodies because of Jesus. Thank you for health in our minds because of Jesus. Thank you for the fragrance of Christ diffused in every area of our lives. The true knowledge of you. The goodness of our Heavenly Father revealed to us father I ask that you help each one of us who who have put our faith in you help us to be to be your diffusers help us to plug into your goodness to connect with you to let your power flow through us by believing that you are who you say you are that realizing that your son Jesus had has demonstrated to us clearly your will and your nature that it's always your will for us to triumph. It's always your will for us to be healed. It's always your will for us to be free. It's always your will for us to be joyful. It's always your will for us to have peace, untroubled, undisturbed well-being. This is who you are and you never change. Help us to become strong in these realities, Lord, that your fragrance would emit from us in everything that we do, that the atmosphere around us would be changed, that angels could move, based on the things we say and the devils would be stopped based on the things that we say. Hallelujah. Let the fragrance of Jesus Christ grow in our lives, Father, through the true knowledge of you. Give us revelation of your goodness, revelation of who you are and what you've done for us and who we are in you. That the sweet fragrance of Christ would flow powerfully from us and set people free in Jesus name at highway church we want to help you grow